Hello everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Wildlife Fact Files. This is the first episode I've released in quite a while, and I apologise for that, I've just been really busy. But in the future, I hope to be releasing episodes much more frequently. So this episode, we are going to be focusing on armadillos. An armadillo is a mammal who has bony plates that cover their back, head, legs and tail. Armadillo is a Spanish word meaning little armoured one and refers to these bony plates. Armadillos are the only living mammals that wear such shells. They are a New World placental mammal. Encyclopedia Britannica defines a placental mammal as any member of the mammalian group characterised by the presence of a placenta, a vascular organ that develops during gestation, which facilitates exchange of nutrients and wastes between the blood of the mother and that of the fetus. The placentals include all living mammals except marsupials and monotremes. Of the 20 varieties of armadillo, all but one live in Latin America. The familiar nine-banded armadillo is the only species that includes the United States in its range. The nine-banded armadillo is the only st- is the official state animal of Texas. The screaming hairy armadillo gets its name from the sound it makes when threatened. Don't get the idea that they are cowards, however. They have been known to throw their bodies on top of snakes, killing them by cutting them with their sharp edges of their shells, according to the San Diego Zoo. Armadillos are animals that are naturally susceptible to several human diseases, including leprosy. Armadillos pose very little risk to humans, but they are sometimes carriers of disease, so you should try not to handle them yourselves. If not accustomed to the presence of humans, armadillos are skittish and shy. They almost always keep their distance from people. If you see an armadillo, it is a good idea to leave it alone. Extinct relatives of today's armadillos include a 2 meter, 230 kilogram beast that roamed Florida as recently as 10,000 years ago. It is not certain whether pre-Columbian humans contributed to this armadillo's extinction. A nearly complete skeleton of an even larger species, dating from about 2.6 million to 11,700 years ago, was found in Texas. This creature belonged to an extinct subfamily of armadillos and was nearly the size of a rhinoceros. So closely related to anteaters and sloths, armadillos generally have a pointy or shuffle-shaped snout and small eyes. They have long sticky tongues similar to anteaters which are close cousins. Their eyesight is poor so they hunt with a highly developed sense of smell. They also have wiry hairs along their sides and belly which they use to feel their way around like curb feelers on some cars. They also have some strong legs and sharp claws for digging. The giant armadillo can have up to 100 teeth according to the San Diego Zoo. 
Several kinds of sounds are reported to be made by fleeing or otherwise agitated armadillos. The peludos, or hairy armadillos, make snarling sounds. They walk on their hind legs with the tips of their foreclaws touching the ground. An armadillo can travel at speeds of up to 30 miles an hour. They vary widely, they vary widely in size and colour, from the 6 inch long salmon coloured pink fairy armadillo to the 5 foot long dark brown giant armadillo. Others have black, red, grey or even yellowish colouring. Armadillos live in temperate and warm habitats, including rainforests, grasslands and semi-deserts. Because of their lack of fat stores, cold is their enemy, and spates of intemperate weather can wipe out whole populations. According to the Internet Centre for Wildlife Damage Management, armadillos are very picky about where they live based on what type of soil is found in the area. Usually, armadillos prefer sandy or loam soils that are loose and porous. This makes digging for food and creating burrows easier. They are such proficient diggers that their abandoned burrows are sometimes inhabited by snakes, rabbits, skunks, rats and many other animals. Other potential sources of armadillo nests include hollow logs, and long grasses of shrubs. They forage in the early morning and evening for beetles, ants, termites and other insects. Insects make up for 90% of their diet. They have very poor eyesight and utilise their keen sense of smell to hunt. Strong legs and huge front claws are used for digging and long sticky tongs for extracting ants and termites from their tunnels. In addition to bugs, armadillos eat small vertebrates, plants and some fruit from time to time they will scavenge for dead animals. They can easily sniff out hidden food, beyond the sight of most animals. Moreover, long sprouts of hair on their skin allow them to feel their way around narrow gaps and enclosed environments. Like the anteater, the armadillo has a remarkably long tongue to suck up its prey, hiding deep within the ground. Armadillos are not social creatures and spend most of their time sleeping. Usually, the only time armadillos get together is to mate or to keep warm. During cold times, a group of armadillos may hunker down in a burrow together to share body heat. Sometimes a seven-banded armadillo will share its burrow with others of the same gender. They usually sleep up to 16 hours each day in burrows, according to National Geographic. The armadillo's breeding season varies by species and region. Some armadillos can breed year-round, while others only breed at specific times of the year. The yellow or six-banded armadillo engages in a truly elaborate courtship ritual in which the female will run from her male suitors. After the fastest male catches her, they will mate, 
even as the female continues running. There are other unique and bizarre aspects to armadillo anatomy and reproduction. The male, for instance, has one of the largest penis sizes to body lengths among all mammals. The females also have the ability to delay implantation of the egg after copulation, until more food is plentiful. After a gestation period of 2-5 to five months, the female will give birth to, to 1-12 to 12 young in a birthing burrow. These burrows can be up to 15 feet wide, according to the Internet Centre for Wildlife Damage. Baby armadillos are called pups. According to the San Diego Zoo, twin births are common. Nine-banded armadillos have four identical pups of the same gender in every litter, and the seven-banded armadillo has eight to fifteen identical pups at one time. The pups develop in the uterus from a single fertilised egg, a phenomenon called polyembryony. Pups mature quickly. At first their skin is soft and vulnerable, but they develop the hardened armour over a matter of weeks. They are weaned by 2-4 to four months. By 9-12 to 12 months the pups are mature ready to venture out alone and ready to have offspring of their own. Armadillos can live up to 30 years. The median life expectancy for free banded armadillos is around 16 years. In captivity, they have been known to live even longer. However, some species may not be suited to captivity and tend to not live very long in zoos or wildlife centres. Contrary to popular belief, not all armadillos are able to encase themselves in their shells. In fact, only the free-banded armadillo can, curling its head and back, feet, and contorting its shell into a hard ball that confounds would-be predators. This also protects its vulnerable underparts. Armadillos face dangers from all kinds of predators including jaguars, coyotes, bobcats, wolves, bears, and large hawks and other birds of prey. They are also known as the hillbilly speed bump for their tendency to get run over by vehicles. Some people eat armadillos and claim it tastes like pork. Throughout human history these animals have often been hunted as a source of food. or for its parts, especially in South America. During the Great Depression, they sometimes became a last resort, desperate and hungry people. They were described as hoover hogs by those who blamed the president for the economic struggles. Armadillos are timid. When threatened, they, ret they retreat to their burrows, or if caught in the open, draw in their feet so that their armor touches the ground. Once inside a burrow, some species flex their back plates and wedge themselves in so firmly that they are virtually impossible to pull out. The pink fairy armadillo uses a different strategy. The fairy armadillo is truncated, the rear of the carapace is vertical and the animal uses it as a flat plate to plug the entrance of its burrow. Armadillos may also run away, burrow or claw at attackers. 
The nine-banded armadillo leaps vertically when startled. If captured, it reacts by playing dead, either stiffening or relaxing, but in either case remaining perfectly still. If this does not res result in release, the captive armadillo begins kicking vigorously. When it encounters a body of water, it has two options. Since its carapace is so dense that the animal cannot float, the first option is to continue walking through the water while holding its breath. Alternatively, the animal can gulp enough air into its digestive system to make itself buoyant and swim away. According to the International Union for the Conservation of Nature, the IUCN, armadillos are not endangered. Some species are vulnerable though. For example, the Andean hairy armadillo is considered vulnerable because its population has declined by more than 30% in the last 10 years. The giant armadillo is considered vulnerable because its population has decreased by 30% in the last 21 years. They face a number of threats in the wild, including habitat loss, thanks to expanding agriculture developments, while, protection, while populations are in decline, they are also found in a number of protected areas which provide a refuge from the habitat destruction. Apart from habitat loss, they suffer from overhunting, they are considered a crop pest and hunted for their meat and shells. There is a conservation project for the giant armadillo called the Giant Armadillo Conservation Project. Little was known about the giant armadillo until the doctor began his pioneering research into the species in 2011. It established the first long-term ecological study of giant armadillos in the Pantanal wetland and is now expanding to other Brazilian biomes. The main goal of the project is to investigate the ecology and biology of the species and understand its function in the ecosystem using radio transmitters camera traps, burrow surveys, resource monitoring, resource mapping, and interviews with local people. In the next episode, we are stepping out of the animal starting with A for the first request episode. James Collins from the James Collins Wrestling Store in Northampton has requested that we concentrate on tigers. In the meantime, you can find a Facebook page for this podcast where you can like to stay updated on the latest episodes, ask questions or suggest species for future episodes. I will be grateful if you would subscribe, follow this podcast and share with anyone whom you feel will be interested. Reviews are also greatly appreciated. As ever, thank you for listening and for all your support and until next time, take care. Thank you.